in my post and podcast the other day about the woman who claimed she had been delivered by God from autism, one of my new followers said, if only we had a group for recovering from stupid people. Well, voila, ask and you shall receive. I made a snarky little group called Stupid People Recovery Group because you can't fix stupid. It was a good little joke, and I added some people, including this new member, whom I will not name. Um, I will say, though, she is the mom of an autistic boy and just recently diagnosed herself as autistic. Before that, she'd only been familiar with the world of autism officially from her niece or nephew. I, I can't remember which. Sorry. She supported her family and did the whole light it up blue because that's what she had been told for 20 plus years she was supposed to do. Again, thanks to the insidious and pervasive tentacles of the Autism Speaks profiteering machine, people have been inundated with that damn blue bulb with, quote, the miracles of ABA and other such manipulative tactics. She made a comment under someone else's thread about, you know, if I ever say the wrong thing, please let me know. Um, this is all kind of new to me, so I'm trying to learn. Well, it just kind of devolved from there because the person whose thread she commented on was already in a heightened emotional state and, by their own admission, not in a very polite frame of mind for civil discourse. Now, I'm not interested in criticizing them in any way for it, but it did bring up a really pertinent point that I think does need to be addressed. This young mother was made to feel like utter dog shit for being uneducated about autism, about our autism. Not the rhetoric of the, quote, autism warrior mom trademarked movement, etc., but what we have become advocates and activists for for the past 10 or so years. Well, it, that's when it really picked up steam. Hey, look, yeah, some of y'all know me and some don't. For the ones that don't, I'd like to explain something, a bit of my own history here. When I was first diagnosed, I was 38. Well... It was confirmed, actually, when I was 37, when my daughter was in kindergarten. But I didn't get that piece of paper, that all-important piece of paper, until the following year, in 2012. And then in the following year after that, 2013, was also the year I created this Facebook page. Just, you know, a little trivia. Well, it's now 2018. Wow. <laughs> I can't believe it's been six years. It seems at once a lot longer than that, and also just yesterday. Weird. Anyway, squirrel, Sorry. When I first got my first inkling of familiarity with autism was actually in 2008 from my most cherished friend, Kathy. Her son is autistic, and he was absolute, she was absolutely life-saving when she helped me learn some of the terms that I needed, some of the rules, what states were required to do, what to expect, what to ask for. Also, there was a friend of mine from high school that turned out her two boys were on the spectrum, as well as having some comorbids that happily came along for the ride. <clears throat> so that was my first exposure to the whole world of Autism Speaks and this lighted up blue phenomenon. You know, at first I got into it to support my friends because that's what you do when there's a friend. You support the things that mean a lot to them, right? Then, when I got my daughter's diagnosis and then my own, boy, I was gung-ho into it. Paint me blue and call me Smurfette. I was going to throw blue cotton candy all over this town. I was Annie Oakley with a water pistol shooting blue Kool-Aid up and down the street. Okay, simmer down. You get the idea. I can't remember who the first person that I talked to who was also autistic like myself. I think it was wrongplanet.net. It certainly wasn't anyone local to me. I mean, I'm willing to bet in this small southern North Carolina town, there are more than there's more than one parent who doesn't realize that they are autistic as well as their kid. 
I mean, the, the, the percentages, the probabilities are just there. But things started to slowly filter in. And I'm a voracious researcher. I got books. I looked up blogs. The blogs were easy since I was already blogging on my own. I mean, just my personal life from 2001 all the way to today. I'm also slightly obsessive about authenticity. Everything I learn must be authentic. And that meant other autistic adults. And in doing that, a whole new world opened up. I began meeting what I call my tribe. And in meeting, talking to, and most importantly, listening to them, I began to change my perspective. Although I had never viewed autism as anything beastly or negative, I had been fooled into jumping onto the the Autism Speaks bandwagon and adopting their rhetoric. Once I began questioning certain things, I mean, why cure us? What is so wrong with being me? Why this? Why that? There were people who taught me just by talking with them and listening to their stories. All of these wonderful, magnificent, and sometimes shockingly terrifying and horrific stories. Their stories of ABA, quote, therapies, shock treatment, medicine, roller coasters, learning about post-traumatic stress disorder that for the first time in my life had nothing to do with the military. Sorry for the war and peace length of this, but it's something that really needs to be said. I need to get this out. But if those people had not taken the time to educate me, either from their books or by their in-depth conversations, I'd have never had any reason to change my perception of Autism Speaks or my perspective on autistic rights as a civil rights issue. Why that ridiculous blue bulb was a walking disaster and why red instead mattered or why gold was something we identified with strongly. It gave me a much stronger sense of self and a foundation the stepping off point to begin advocating for myself, my daughter, and all other autistics, adult and child alike. And that brings me to the real meat and potatoes of this longish diatribe. And it all comes back to language again. When my friend made one innocent, uneducated remark, she got her ass reined. And I mean, it was shoved down her throat. She was really taken aback. You know, if someone confronted me in such an abrasive manner, I would physically recoil, even though logically I know it's only online, but that's how strong my my reaction would be. It would terrify me away from ever wanting to talk about that subject again or with that person again. And there have been a few who have affected me so negatively that I did exactly that. I backed away from them and I never went near them again. So when you meet someone who is a newly diagnosed parent, remember that they are trying to learn, and it's our job to help them. I mean, I get many of us are so fed up to the teeth of the autism warrior martyr mommy. But when we do meet someone who is genuinely trying to do better for their kid, let's pull back on that righteous anger and turn to guiding instead. Because they are doing the right thing by coming to us, asking questions, seeking expert, authentic education. And who better to learn from than us? We are the experts. But we have to cut them some slack. There is a learning curve. It takes a long time. I mean, going 10, 20, sometimes 30 plus years with one idea bombarding us takes a lot of patience to recondition and reform. It's a lot easier to kill a person than it is to kill an idea, remember. Just ask Hitler. 
An idea, once it takes hold, is almost impossible to eradicate. And that's what we're facing, this mountain. It's an idea of negative association with autism and, by consequence, us, the autistic adult community. Jumping down someone's throat even after, especially after, they've admitted they're ignorant but wanting to learn better is akin to kicking somebody when they're down. That never accomplishes what you want. It's especially relevant if we think about just how strong the chances are that one or both parents are also neurodivergent themselves in some way and probables dictates that there's a fairly good chance one parent or sibling is also autistic. That should be enough to modify our attitude and gentle our tone. We need to focus more on being the teachers instead of the soldiers. Rant over. Y'all have a good evening.